Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So once again this year, we are in the greatest hits. And these aren't, I mean, these haven't been voted on. These are my greatest hits. Some passages have just meant a lot to me in my life. Um, I think we're going to move in this season of Lent that we're in. We'll probably do a lot of New Testament, but eventually we'll get to some more Old Testament. But for today, I did want to do a psalm. This is one of the first passages that I think I memorized, other than John 3.16. I was challenged to memorize Psalm 1, and it has stuck with me throughout the years. And so uh, today I want to begin Psalm 1. We won't get all the way through it. We'll read the whole thing, but we'll just talk about the beginning part of it. Um, it's, it's a beautiful psalm, and I think, I think it opens up the book of Psalms really well to talk about this meditating on the word of the Lord and what that does for us in our lives might be why I use the term morning meditation for our readings every day. So Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Yeah, this is one of the first uh, scriptures that I memorized, and we're just going to jump into the first two verses today. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. So I'm going to give you a general truth, and, and then we'll talk about some exceptions. But the general truth is this, if you do what's right, generally, things will go well. If you do what's wrong, generally, things won't go well. Now, we know there are many exceptions to that, and we know that even Scripture has exceptions to that. So the book of Job is the one big one that everybody thinks about. Job does everything right, and then really bad things happen. He loses his family, he loses all his possessions. He loses his livestock. He loses everything. So doing what is right is not a guarantee that everything will go well for you. I, I want to say that out loud because we lose family members, friends. Uh, we all go through difficult seasons where we, we may suddenly you know, find ourselves in a place we never thought we'd be, even if we're doing what's right. So I do want to put that caveat out there. But here's the other thing. It, it doesn't mean that we should just go out and do whatever we want. Because this scripture is true, that when we stay away from wickedness and evil, 
when we actually listen to the commands of God, like when we, when we do the things that God calls us to do, we avoid all kinds of hurt and brokenness and pain. And, and what Scripture will ultimately say, death. Like sin leads to death and destruction and isolation and loneliness. Can you, can you see our culture today, how much isolation and loneliness is? out there and yet we we want to say to ourselves we just do what we want to do like everybody do what you want and we'll see how that works out well i'm just going to say it's not really worked out very well for many of us and so this scripture is definitely true at some level that that if you don't walk in the way of the wicked if you don't follow the way that sinners take if you don't sit with the company of mockers that you're going to be blessed. Like there's going to be some things you avoid. Just plain and simple. Does that mean you're not going to lose a loved one? No, it doesn't mean that at all. We live in a broken, fallen world. We live in a world where bad things happen, where accidents happen, where people get sick. I get that. But it does mean that you're not going to live in this constant place of brokenness, relationally that you've caused uh, guilt shame which it just becomes miserable and so psalm 1 just right out of the bat says hey if you want to live this blessed life um, stay away from wickedness but then it goes on to say this that person is the one whose delight is in the law of the lord it's not just staying away from wickedness. It's also delighting in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. So just avoiding wickedness. A lot of people try to do that in their own strength and, you know, be like a Boy Scout or Girl Scout. Just, you know, look the part, do all the right things. And that's a miserable existence, too. Like just trying to do it in your own strength. But what the psalmist pushes us to instead is meditating on the Lord's law. Like spending time with God and with the commands of God. The commands of God were meant to be life to the people of God. Now, what happens with, with the commands of God is we realize that in our own power, we can't keep them. So we're, we're pushed back into the mercy of God. But by meditating on those commands of God day and night, the psalmist says, um, that person will be blessed. Uh, who thinks about what is, what is it that God wants? What are the right ways to live? What, how should I treat my neighbor? How should I love my spouse? How should I live in this present 2023 uh, according to this word of God, these commands of God that I've been given? How can I live in life-giving ways? And to meditate on it, is, is the last thing I want to talk about today because we often think of meditation as Eastern meditation, like silence, like, Aum, you know, that kind of meditation. And some people may look at my podcast title and say, oh, what is this about, you know, sitting in a lotus position? And while I think silence is great for us, I, I think, you know, listening and not always speaking is great for us. To meditate on scripture is more like read it, read it again, read it again. What is the word or phrase that jumps out at you? What does that word or phrase mean for you today? 
what would your response be to the Lord about this word or phrase? I've been doing this in my classes um, all year in my class. We start with the passage of Scripture. We read it through twice. I would normally do it three times, but it's hard to keep college students' attention for three times. So we, we read it through tw- twice. And the first time I say, uh, what is God saying to you? Just look for a word or phrase. That's God speaking to you. I don't think we get that. And then we read it again and, and we begin to say, now what, what if we live this? And then I give them five minutes to write in a journal, write on their laptops, write on their phone. Like, what is God saying to me? And maybe what's a prayer that I would pray about this? And then we spend a minute just to sit in silence and just sit with it. Like one minute, literally, not lots of minutes. So that's kind of a, a form of reading that's been called divine reading over centuries and centuries. Lectio divina is the Latin term for it. But that's how we meditate on Scripture. So many people just want to plow through the Bible in a year. And I think you should read the whole Bible, so don't hear that wrong. Uh, But what I do want to say is, are you catching it as you read it? That's more important. Are you listening to the Spirit of God as you read it? That's more important. The first thing we do when we do that reading is we say, God, how will you speak to me today? Will you speak to me through your... We ask God to join us in that reading of the Word. And so I think this is where the blessing really comes from. It's not just avoiding the evil stuff. You can try hard to do that, and you'll run yourself ragged, and you'll end up being miserable. You'll be like Paul, who was you know, a Pharisee of Pharisees, and that was death to him. Or you can meditate on God's law and let God speak to you and let God transform you um, and let God make you into who God wants you to be. So today, I hope when you read Scripture... I hope you will see it as life-giving. I hope you'll realize that when God wants us to avoid wickedness, it's not just because God is trying to be a killjoy. It's because God knows what's best for us. And so I hope you will both avoid evil and dwell in God today, and you will find that that life is much more blessed than the life we keep trying to live on our own. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation hey do us a favor rate us on itunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations hey have a great day